This is Dr. Rosie Kuhn, and this podcast series is called Spiritual Immersion, Taking the Plunge. And the intention of these podcasts is to support and empower you in getting clear about what's true for you, what's your highest knowing, what's your highest truth, and how do you live in that, as opposed to living in what we've been taught, what you've been trained to not even know that you're doing, um, trained to think things, judge, assess all of those kinds of things. We've been taught and we've been taught and we've been taught. And how do we unteach ourselves in terms of what's our highest truth and our highest good? We want to know that and live into that and let go of the other. So the focus of this particular podcast is on the sense that in spirit, there is no gender, there is no race, there is no religion, there's no sex, there's no distinguishing like that. There's no, it's just you in your essential knowing, your essential nature. Yet every single one of us has some level of um, judgment and interpretation that we carry with us that are part and parcel of our train entrainment as a human being. Uh, so, for example, in the movie South Pacific, with, which came out a long, long time ago, there is a song that is taught, and it was in in relation to um, judgments and biases about people. And it goes something like this. You've got to be taught to hate and fear. You've got to be taught from year to year. It's got to be drummed in your dear little ear. You've got to be carefully taught. You've got to be taught to be afraid of people whose eyes are oddly made and people whose skin is a different shade. You've got to be carefully taught. Before you are six or seven or eight, you're taught to hate all the people your relatives hate. You've got to be carefully taught. And... I think this is so true, and it is so hard to to stop, to notice where and how we carry or hear or listen to what's inside our heads. And we might not want to think that or want to believe we think that, but we've carried these in our cellular memory, in the, in the genes, in the DNA. We carry this there. And so to undo all of that learning, it takes a lot of consciousness, mindfulness to do that. A client of mine, um, I'll call her Carolyn, she uh, came in the other day and she goes, "Um, you know, I'm really don't know what to do about the world. It's so horrible, terrible. And, um, you know, our leaders are so um, incompetent and I don't know what to do. Um, And when I watch the news, it just makes me feel worse. And so I said to her, what would it be like for you to create peace in yourself? In a sense, we've heard this before, peace, you know, peace begins with me. And she goes, well, you know, I'm a really nice person and I don't hurt any anybody and I, I don't, um, you know, say things very often about things, people that are, are negative. And I go, okay, that's a good start. And what if... What in what ways do you have negative thoughts about yourself? In what ways do you think or see or perceive yourself in something other than in peacefulness? 
And she kind of scriggled her face up and went, well, that's not so easy. And um, she said, you know, I, I watch the news because I think I should watch the news. And I said, well, does watching the news bring you peace? And she said, no, it doesn't. But I think I should because I think I should be responsible that way. And I said, well, if it doesn't bring you peace, then you're not actually generating peace in the world that way by doing that. And so little by little, we distinguished all the ways that she is not generating peace in the world. And this is a, a subject that people get really um, Adam am animated about in a sense that my perspective is there are people in the world that are uh in alignment with social justice, that they take actions in the world. And that's how they generate peace in the world. And that's a very, very wonderful thing. Then there are those of us who don't generate peace that way, but we generate peace by looking at and discerning each way that we are not generating peace in the world. So every time I have a negative thought about somebody else, regardless of their race, regardless of their gender, regardless of their sex, regardless of their religion, when I have a thought that is not positive and loving, then I'm not generating peace in the world. When I am acting out of alignment with my highest truth, my highest knowing, in terms of uh, bringing peace to my life, I'm not acting in peace in the world. So if I... Um, if I'm using particular substances that I know are toxic to my body, if I'm using or eating or drinking things that I know that are not, that are toxic to my body, I'm not generating peace. That's just matter of fact. And so the degree to which people say, well, I want to generate peace in the world. I want to be, um, I want to be part of the, the solution, not part of the problem. It's really a matter of looking at how am I generating peace in my life? Where am I ignoring that peace for the sake of doing it the way other people tell me I should do it? Or uh, Carolyn's husband likes to watch the news. but she, So she's like, well, if I don't watch the news, that'll upset him. And it's like, yeah, I get that. And he'll have to learn how to deal with that if what you want is to generate peace in the world and in yourself. So this is a really big deal because we, we look at other people and we look at how they're doing the world and we're looking at how they're doing peace. We're looking outside ourselves and pointing the finger and saying they should do it different. So whether it's politicians or our legal system, our educational system, our medical system, any way that we're pointing outside ourselves and saying they're not doing it right, we got to point our fingers, we got to point that thumb that's pointing back at us and say, okay, so not, am I adding, contributing to peace and welfare in the world, but how am I not contributing? And it's really a big question. And it's a, it's a very humbling question because we get real with, wow, look at all the ways that I actually am contributing to injustice by treating myself other than in peace and in goodness and in health. And at one point in the conversation, Carolyn was talking about how we take care of the earth and how sad it is that we're not taking care of the earth. And so I brought it again back to her and say, well, how are you 
not taking care of your body because your body actually is in essence the earth how are you not taking care of your body and she listed off a number of things that she's doing which is harming to her body so that mentality that that perception the unconsciousness that we are not relating to the world or you know in terms of peace or the world in terms of our environment we don't take that personally <laughs> and it's all personal and I love, I love the song that's, um, you know, let there be peace on earth and let it begin with me. And it, it um, much like any other part of this series of spiritual immersion, it really takes discernment to say, how am I seeing myself um, not in the, the spiritual principles in a sense that, again, gender does not live in spirit. Um, race does not exist in spirit. It doesn't. Religion does not exist in spirit. In that spirit, universal oneness, source of all that is, we are oneness and we are one with every being on the planet. We are one with every spark of divine beingness, which can show up as a, you know, a shrimp or an insect or a human being or a tree. And how do we align ourselves with the spiritual principles that so many of us talk about? We talk about them, but having the direct experience of living living them, that's a bigger challenge. And so part of what these podcasts are about is to support and empower you to live in to your principles intentionally, just one moment at a time. Just listen to what shows up. And what shows up, is it in alignment with spirit and spiritual principles, or is it in alignment with fear and what we've been taught to be true. So that's pretty much it for today. Um, if you'd like to leave a message for me, you can email me at rosie at You can check out my books on Amazon or on my website, or visit my website to see the blogs and videos that I have there that are um, available to you just because you go there. Um, I also coach uh, people and I also train individuals uh, in um, in transformational coaching. So if there's any interest in that, just again email me at rosie at the paradigm shifts.com and I'll look forward to talking to you. All right, big hugs. Bye for now. Mm-hmm.